There are ancient legends across many cultures that tell of a demon or deity that feed on the blood of the living. These tales, with the belief that the dead could rise again, gave way to one of our most well-known monsters, a being so powerful and charismatic that you could easily become their next meal. This monster's complexity has inspired media for centuries, and will continue as humans remain under the trance of vampires. <laughs> Welcome to 13 Degrees of Screens, where we watch and dissect your favorite spooky movies. I'm your host, Alex. And Stephanie. And this is a mostly horror podcast. Each season, we'll rank 13 movies on a scariness scale from, you guessed it, 1 to 13. We will uncover the real-life myths and legends that inspire these movies, and tell you just how authentic they are. This week, we recap our second season on vampires. So, Stephanie. Yes. We're done with the season. I know, yay! We're done! Yes. How did you like the vampire movies? I really loved this genre for monsters. I, I've had a lot of fun. How about you? Yeah, I liked them. I think outside of like one or two, I enjoyed them <laughs> all a lot. Well, we agreed that even the dumb ones were fun to watch yeah, because yeah. you could be like, wow, that's wow. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'd love to hate it, right? Yeah, right. Kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, vampires are really interesting and it's it was cool to see the different variations yet all the similarities Yes, at the same time. Right. So cool what would you describe as your favorite vampire characteristic that we saw throughout these films oh gosh i think just the how alluring they are and just how they're able to basically ensnare their prey just very easily yeah and by doing they don't try it hard at all right i just think that's a cool concept of basically just controlling them yeah i really liked the whole lore around like sires and covens I thought it was interesting on, like, why sires bring people into the fold and stuff yeah. like that. The head bitch in charge. Yeah. I mean, like, sometimes you gotta have friends, but too many friends can be too much. It's not good. Yeah. So it's a big house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You need a lot of space. And like I said, we talked about it many a time, but too many, yeah. you're gonna run into issues. Sometimes you have to put on a facade that you're a family and then your children start dating each other and... Next thing you know, the world's out of blood. Yeah. <laughs> like, ring on the a combination of two movies. <laughs> right. I mean, it can happen. Yeah, yeah. It's troublesome. It is. Did you want to get into some movie superlatives? Sure. So, for our favorite movie, what did you have? I put The Lost Boys. The Lost Boys, the very last one. Yeah, I did not expect to like it as much as I did, but it's just so delightful i don't know it just i had a lot of fun watching it it was a really easy watch and Mm -hmm. like you don't have to think too hard about anything you just kind of know where everyone's going and (laughs) what everyone's doing and it's got like a little mystery because they're trying to figure out who the head vampire is and at first you think it's it's easy and Mm -hmm. then it's not and then you're like oh it was that guy. Yeah. And that's, I think it has a good dose of horror elements, suspense elements, but also comedy and just like yeah. a little touch of absurdism. Right. Just basically, I all just what you talked about, how 
Sam was like just disappointed that he was a vampire. Right. Like not he was like thoroughly utterly, pissed off. <laughs> yeah, he was just mad. Not yeah. like horrified, scared, just like really Michael. Right. <laughs> You're a vampire. Like that is not a realistic reaction in right. any way, shape, or form. But it, it worked. We literally had one rule, Michael. <laughs> yeah. But it worked in context of the movie. So yeah, it was so funny. Everything and, works. Yeah. And the Frog Brothers too, they were a lot of fun because they were just so adamant about, like, we're vampire hunters, but then they didn't want to run out of that cave when they were being attacked, and they're like, we can't just run away or ride in a car with vampires, and he's like, we can when we're being chased. Yeah, <laughs> you literally did it on the way here, so right. it'll be fine. So, yeah, what did you have for your favorite movie? An interview with the vampire. It is a good one. It that is. was definitely in the ones I was debating. Yeah, I just love the history that they kind of go through, or Louise's character. Yeah. Just, and the vibe, and the, the time period, and the costumes, and all that stuff. Acting, phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Kirsten Dunst, honestly, is probably why it's at top. <laughs> right. It's just a very well-crafted story, in my opinion. It's a little moody and dramatic, but I think that's part of its charm. Yeah. I mean, it's, like, quintessential vampire, <laughs> you know? It's like vampires meets, like, the Patriot kind of thing. It's yeah. very It's very in the moment, and, mm-hmm. and like, it, it also makes you like Tom Cruise, which I don't really care it made you like him only the movie like well no i know the character well i like tom cruise's character which i was surprised because i don't like him otherwise bad he's a bad bad person he's a bad character yeah but i like how he plays lestat he's he just has so much fun i don't know you'll you'll like to hate him yeah kind of a thing yeah Yeah. that's funny louis a little depressing (laughs) right like i said very moody i mean understandably so but the whole dynamic between the three of them oh yeah i really like so yeah and kirsten Dunst brings a lot of maturity to a world <laughs> i know for being what eight yeah or something like that i don't know i love that movie i think it's really good what did you have for your least favorite movie oh i think you're gonna know uh yeah go ahead and see it 30 days of night oh I actually agree with you about the concept being cool, about how they're, like, stuck in Alaska, and it's my time. (laughs) (laughs) The people are so dumb, and I just can't get on board when people are so dumb. Like, invitation's very close, so, like, like, when you're too dumb to figure it out, and when you're too dumb to survive, that's... Yeah. I hate that. (laughs) That's fair. I guess. They are dumb. We agreed on that. But I just, like... For 30 days a night, I just think it's so brutal and so visually cool, and the vampires were just ruthless, so I give them a little bit of a pass. Yeah, I agree with that, but I feel like it's very hard to root for the good people in that kind of situation, and unless it's like a comedy and it's supposed to be, like, they're that dumb for a reason. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This just seemed like... Wow. <laughs> Stephanie was not having it with these people at right, all. Right. They had a comment. They deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. That's fair. What did you have for your least favorite? The invitation. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, at least in the invitation, like, I don't know, those vampires just seem like just people. Like, you could have easily gotten away from them, I feel, more than... Yeah, kind of. If you actually listened. <laughs> right. Like, okay, just go. Just leave. Don't don't marry this guy. Leave. Right. And then don't, don't talk to anybody until you leave the country or whatever. Right. And then she's like, no, I'm going to 
do that. Like, at least in 30 days a night, they can't get nowhere. Right. They're just trapped. Yes. Yes, that <laughs> so, is true. The invitation, I don't know. The invitation was also just weird tonally. Yeah. I'm like, what's going on? Is this supposed to be romantic? Is this supposed to be scary? Right, because like, they try to sell it as a love story at first, but then after the whole dinner scene, they're like, no, like, you're really trapped here, and you're going to marry me. Yeah, I feel like they were trying to pull the rug out from under you kind of situation. But you kind of knew what was going on. And- yeah. And this is, I mean, I guess this is more of a comment on the advertising of it, but, like, they showed all this shit in the trailer. Like, we knew what was happening, so it's hard to, like, kind of be like, yeah, this is not going to go well for you, so. Yeah. I think the thing that disappointed me the most about it, too, is just how she got there. Like, I was like, this is the most insane setup I've ever heard. Who gets (laughs) on the plane with somebody that says that they're your cousin? Come to a wedding with me. Right. No? I'm your long lost. I'm going to pass. Okay, no. Yeah, sure. Fine. This is normal yeah i don't know about that what did you have for your favorite depiction of vampires uh dark shadows i think johnny depp is a great vampire (laughs) okay i just love the gothic appeal like i know it's also part of the whole soap opera it's based on but i just think he's a lot of fun and he's very handsome oh my god that pale skin those long fingernails well you could just cut those (laughs) (laughs) no they grow it back Really? Yeah, that's how that works. I don't know, maybe, probably. But that character is like when you think of I don't want to say cartoony, but like old school vampire. Yeah. Like that that's that. That's what he yeah. is in that. Right. Which, you know, it's cool. It's a caricature almost. Yeah, I like it. What about you? I put Daybreakers. Really? The reason being I felt like a lot of the movies were similar in like they look basically human. Mm-hmm. But this had that added element where they turn into those yeah, creatures. Yeah, degenerate. Yeah. So I thought that was a really cool concept. They were you, really creepy. Yeah. Honestly, I should probably move them up on the scarier scale based on that. Yeah. But I liked that you had those two aspects to it. Whereas, like, you know, Ethan Hawke's character looked kind of like Jerry. Kind of looked like the vampires from What We Do in the Shadows. They just look like human. The same, yeah. Yeah, but this had that extra little piece to it mm-hmm. where they had these, like, grotesque creature vampires, right. which I thought was a really cool uh, addition to that. Yeah. Least favorite depiction of vampires. How about you go for that? <laughs> yeah, it's fair. <laughs> uh, it was barely a vampire. Yeah. I mean, you know, it has to drink blood. Kind of. The end? <laughs> yeah. Question mark? Like, that's, you know... What about the sparkles? <laughs> that's not a vampire! <laughs> that's glitter, Jim. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just, you know, it's vampire-esque it's vampire light almost. Light, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I've even heard the comparison to fairies that Twilight is more like fairy people rather than vampires. I could see that. Do fairies just live forever? Like, have you ever heard of like a fairy circle or something like mushroom circles or something? Mm-hmm. In mythology, I guess, like, if you go into these circles and stuff like fam- fairies, <laughs> not vampires, <laughs> fairies can like trick you and trap you and make you agree to things that you might not agree to or you know Uh trick you yeah (laughs) so then like it's more about in like the second book in comparison to the first so in the meadow scene it's like a perfect it's described in the book as like a perfect circle and it's so beautiful and lush and like heaven like and everything and then when she goes back when it's gone it's like all dead like yeah the surrounding that's like straw and like yeah. not lush at all so it's like as soon as they left they took away the magic of it this bitch a fairy yeah edward 
That's why he's sparkly. All right. So, yeah. No, don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. Uh, yeah, it's just not very vampire-like, in my opinion. So Mine was I Am Legend. Which is fair, because that was also up on the table for me. Yeah. I, I mean, I saw your point of how they were vampires after a while, but it's not like... It still doesn't come, like, first to mind when I think vampire oh, movies. Oh, yeah, 100%. And that was really all I was a lot of, Yeah, about. a lot of people think they're zombies, which... Yeah, which is fair. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I could see that for sure, but they're not. No, I get it. Well, what did you have for your most unique depiction of vampires? Twilight. Twilight. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> they have the most absurd characteristics. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Also, because they get superpowers too. Like they don't, they don't just get like the whole power of being a vampire and being mm-hmm. alluring and having to hide in the dark and stuff like that. They mm-hmm. get to be like reading people's minds, and telling the future. <laughs> yeah, telling the future—that's a cool one. That was like okay, okay. If if I wanted to be a vampire, I would like that for the added perks. Yeah, like, and you could also go out in the sun. Yeah, right. And just be a little sparkly. Again, like what's the like? Okay, they go out in in the sun and they sparkle, and people are gonna be like, "That's weird." Like, okay, no one's gonna stop you. I don't think. Like, I mean, wow, is the like government your skincare routine is right? <laughs> I know. Is the government gonna capture you and like study you? I mean, maybe. Yeah. But like, okay, you sparkle. <sighs> like you know. <laughs> right. I guess that's true. But yeah, no, definitely unique. What about you? <laughs> I had I am legend. <laughs> so we just swapped those. Yeah, I see. Again, you know, they're very zombie-like. They, you know, regress to the point of like barely talking, like you know, no ink. Yeah, English. they have like grunts and stuff that they communicate that way, and yeah, they just, just like scream at each other. Yeah, and then I mean, outside of that, their traits are—they just can't go in the sun. I don't know. There's. Very, like, again, a lot of people don't even realize. Realize it's a vampire. Yeah, so that's why it's unique in the sense of, it's very different. (laughs) So, you know. You almost have to be taken aside and being like, by the way, these are vampires. Yeah. (laughs) So, what did you have for best acting? I put Interview with the Vampire. That's fair. Everyone just slayed. Yeah. (laughs) They all did great, so. Everyone was good. Yeah. Again, dramatic. Again, especially Brad Pitt's character but to your point like tom cruise had looked like he had a lot of fun with it yes so and obviously kirsten kirsten dunst is kirsten 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 great. yeah that scene where she's like what did you do to me that's like the best scene in the whole movie oh yeah i'm like oh i felt that right i felt that in my bones that's why i told you too like when i first saw it in like bits and pieces i was like she must be in charge (laughs) (laughs) and she kind of was (laughs) a little bit yeah for the you know it's like kind of like when you your dog runs the house you know you do anything for your dog right not to call kirsten stewart not to call a child a dog (laughs) but you know yeah no she can get away with anything right what about you I had what we do in the shadows. I mean, it's not like the superior acting of interview with a vampire, but the comedic relief and everything is just very well timed and just everyone's having fun with it and like doing the most. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just reads well, you know? Oh yeah. In terms of like comedy, like for sure. They, they... obviously like we quoted it like seven times in the last one. <laughs> I, I know. Right. It's, it's so good. The acting is really good on that. Right. And speaking of acting, worst acting. Say it on three. One, One two, two, three. Twilight. Twilight. <laughs> Again, we enjoy it for yeah. what it is, but just ah, what happened? Yeah, you have these two 
people that you think are supposed to be in love and they just look so constipated and inconvenienced by y'all. Like, I love you. Oh, oh, I don't know if I can stay away from you anymore. <laughs> like, that's what it'd be like. But it also happens in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I can't. I can't stay away from you and I can't poop. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's all bad. Yeah. And if you've seen Twilight, you know exactly what we're talking about. Right. Even if you haven't seen Twilight, you know exactly yeah. what we're talking about. Just watch a spoof on it. You'll know. It, yeah. I saw that movie. I don't know if I mentioned this during the episode. It's like called Vampire Sucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was better. That was a better Twilight movie than the Twilight movie. Really? Yeah. I think I watched part of it and I was like, it's gone too far. No, it was better. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think was the best story? Dark Shadow. Dark Shadow. No, that's fair. I mean, it's. I feel like that's very similar to like favorite movie. Yeah. You know, it's like why is it your favorite movie? Well, also because like like crammed like a whole show within a movie too. So like there's a there's a lot going on. And I remember when we read the plot, it was like a lot of what? jumping back and forth and where we are and yeah. what's going on with the businesses, what's going on with Angelique and him in this business, and then with um, Josette or whatever mm-hmm. her name is or. Yeah, I think it just shows that. It's been so long. Yeah. We've covered so much since then. Yes. But yeah, there there's a lot going on. I remember halfway through the movie thinking we were towards the end. No. And I'm like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. We're like 40 minutes in and they right. pumped like 10 storylines into this thing. Right. They definitely could do like a part two. I hope they do. I know. <laughs> yeah. Didn't we write it? I don't even remember what our Did idea we? was. Or, or yeah, did we're you like... tell us that there was, they were planning to do a, a sequel? I don't remember, but I thought we had discussed like what our sequel be, ah, i don't know go listen to that episode yeah. i'll listen i want to listen to that episode after we do this to see if i'm crazy or not okay <laughs> there's a lot going on and how about you for best story interview with the vampire there you know same reasons i said earlier just spanning the time and the whole concept of it being an interview it was just really yeah cool yeah i like that idea too although it did upset me by what you said in the book how it's just all in parentheses <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's why I can't finish that book. I started, and I tried, and if I could somehow get over it, maybe I'll do an audiobook one day. Yeah, there you go. I just, I actually just downloaded that Libby app. Oh, really? You, you rent audiobooks, it's like a library card. Oh, nice. You should look into it. Yeah, you guys listening, check out Libby. This I, is not sponsored. This is not sponsored, unfortunately. But anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, I just like the story, obviously the story, and just how it progresses, and how we see... Louis turning and then where it ends. So yeah, I just think it's very well done, and it's very um open ended. It didn't have to have a, a happy ending or be all tied up in a bow kind of thing. No, nah, because the vampires are just like, gonna live forever, basically. Yeah, so keep going right. Yeah. What do you think was the worst story? Thirty days of night. <laughs> I love how. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. Mine's an invitation. Yeah. It's just worst movie. Right. <laughs> so, for the reasons stated. So, taking... Okay, I'm curious, though. If you take if you take the story of 30 Days a Night, but the characters were competent, would you like... Do you like the premise of 30 Days a Night? And if the characters were good, would that change your opinion Yeah, definitely. All? Definitely. I guess maybe not worst story. Invitation's probably worst story if, if the actors are taken out of the mix. Yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, if someone read you a synopsis of the movie before seeing it. And you didn't know yeah. why these people were doing the things that they did or saw how they yeah. <laughs> interacted with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably I would think the movie was a lot more interesting. Yeah. But also, too, they have, like, a knock in their corner from me because of the dogs dying. Whenever, oh, dies, yeah, it's just no good. Yeah, no, that's fair. They Even all... if it's a bad dog, I don't care. <laughs> there is no bad dog. No, there's no such thing as a bad dog. Right. Bad owners, <laughs> yes. I stand by that. 
No bad dog, bad owners. That's fair, but uh, also their decisions are what drive the plot, so you can't really take that away. Yeah. I was just more curious of, I guess, the premise overall. But I, yeah, I had the invitation as worst story. I was like, girl, what are you doing? Get out of there. And then the whole ending, when they're like, I don't know. Are you vampire owners now? Please. I guess. Please. I was like, please. Sure. <laughs> yeah, no one gave a shit anymore. Right. <laughs> After what you just put us through, no. good for you. I just want to know about her friend. That yeah. Was it. She was great. I was like, wow, like, you need to listen to your friends more. <laughs> yeah. And then for our last category, we have which vampire is the most indestructible? And it's Twilight, yeah. unfortunately. Stephanie persuaded me. I honestly wasn't sure. And then she gave the reasons of Twilight. So I'll let you say why Twilight. <laughs> well, unfortunately, according to the books and what we see in the movies, vampires are literally indestructible because they are basically rock people. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't just like stab them or set them on fire you have to like pull them apart and burn them completely can't leave like a hair unscathed and honestly unless you have another vampire on your side to help you with that it like if they want to kill you you're probably dead you're basically like a sack of mush compared to them to the the twilight vampire like how like hard and sure <laughs> yeah everyone was hard during that movie you know <laughs> that's just like I, like i want to touch one because i'm curious they're like rock hard how do they like how do they move are there is there skin soft like what's happening here I, she almost describes it as like like when she lays on his chest or something in in bed with her, well, with him, like, laying on, like, something cool, like a refrigerator. <laughs> a refrigerator. How romantic. I love how he's, like, a refrigerator. This is Edward, my refrigerator boyfriend. <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. He's just, he's cool to the touch and, and basically rock hard, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. So, Edward is a, he is a fairy rock person, vampire refrigerator yeah. person, man. Right, right. Okay. So there's really no way you can take him down, unfortunately, <laughs> even though he is the sparkliest. Yeah, but he's also fabulous. So, yeah. You know, that's just an added perk. Right. I don't know about perk, but you know. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I'll, so if you stab him in the heart, that's not enough. Nope. That's bullshit. They'd just be like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> That's the worst. Yeah, um, so that's inconvenient. <laughs> convenient. Yeah, I mean they are the the death. That's crazy. Yeah, I would have never thought on my vampire season I'd be saying that Twilight's Twilight, the best vampire. Well, well, not the best, just the most deadly and right. hard to kill. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Yeah. Thanks, Stephanie Meyer, for just bastardizing a vampire to the point where it's not a vampire, right. But rock people. Rock people, but also kind of like a lizard, because if they lose their tail, it grows back. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. So if their arm gets chopped off, and they burn the arm, does a new arm grow back, or does the original arm have to be, like, reattached? I don't know, because <laughs> they never talk about what happens when you fail to get rid of a vampire. But I assume... Like, have you ever seen... Uh, oh, God. Like, the Iron Giant or something like the that? TV, or the movie? Yeah, the and, like, they destroy the Iron Giant and all, like, the little pieces work back together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I assume that's what happens to all the pieces that haven't been destroyed. Oh, but what okay. happens to <laughs> the one that you burn, maybe maybe he's just growing, like, a little baby arm or something <laughs> for a while. A little hand just across <laughs> the shoulder. Just like this. <laughs> hey, at least it's something, right? Yeah. 
That's bizarre. inconvenient for when you have to go back to school, but you know. That's so weird. Edward, what happened to you? Oh. Let's not talk about it. I'm I'm embarrassed. I don't want to. I don't want to say. Interesting, huh? I could I could ask so many questions about that, but do you have any other thoughts before we get into our final definitive ranking of the vampire movies? I think we covered everything. How about you? Yeah. So if he loses a leg. <laughs> No, I'm just <laughs> All right. But <laughs> what? Stephanie, what'd you say? Penish. Um, Bella's out of luck. Oh, yeah. oh she's luck. so disappointed that he's not that rock hard. Uh, not anymore. Oh, no. Oh, the Venom got nowhere to go. So, going in least to greatest, so everyone understands. So, the least scariest vampire would be Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. Wait, Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire wasn't scary? No. The Disney Channel original movie didn't get bumped up at all? No, and you know, like, not for a lack of trying. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It was close because at number two we had Twilight. Right. Like, honestly, those could have been switched. Yes. But, you know, Twilight is at least geared towards adults a little bit more, or teens. Yes. So, can't be number one. And then for three, we have Dark Shadows, because it's more funny and lighthearted compared to what else we have going on here. I know, there's some actual threats. Yes. As opposed to Twilight. I mean, you know, you had the other vampires in Twilight, but that was all but five minutes of the movie. Right. Number four, we had What We Do in the Shadows. They probably could switch out with Dark Shadows if they wanted, but eh. Peter. Peter was a little spooky looking. But he was my favorite. He was, but like, you know, seeing him. Yeah, and it was Peter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have to say three or four could be a little bit swapped. swapped. Yeah. We, we, while we were making the list, we said the middle is kind of janky. <laughs> it gets a little muddied, but, yeah. you know, those are close tied. Right. And then for five, we have I Am Legend. Yeesh. Yes. Uh, you know, it's just a bunch of vampire zombie people. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty zombies. one note. Yeah. And you have, like, a specific way to kill them if you need to, and... Just avoid going out at night. You'll be lonely, but it's all right. <laughs> Number six, we had the invitation. Despite it being a not-so-great story, the implications and the ending are, you know, there's some shit going down. Yeah. yeah. I, I wish it was lower, honestly, but <laughs> but every all the other movies, they work so hard to be underneath it. <laughs> I know. I mean, overall, I guess we didn't really mention it, the, a lot of these movies weren't, like, the scariest things. Like, yeah. the first... Five. Shit, five. <laughs> yeah. Or like, eh, they're not really that scary. Yeah. Like I said, oh. most disappointing thing to happen in I Am Legend is the dog dying. You're right. That's the scariest part. Yeah. I really <laughs> was concerned. <laughs> so then we have um, Interview with a Vampire for seven. That one is scary in the sense of just the dread of it all and the... Yeah. Existential crisis. A little bit, you know. Mm. Uh, number eight, we have The Lost Boys. Even though it does have, like, the 80s vibe to it, which makes it, like, a little less intimidating. Like, those shots, though, they were great with the people looking over their shoulder as they ran away from them. And Yeah. That and the prosthetics. Yeah, prosthetics were great. Like, if I saw someone looking at me like that, with the glowing eyes, I'd be like, oh, hell no. That's scary shit. We not out to play. (laughs) I am about that. (laughs) And number nine, we have Fright Night. Fright Night. Fucking Jerry. Yes, which... I am actually glad that he made it this far because he was relentless. Yeah. yeah. And also the different stages of his transformation. Like, mm-hmm. towards the end, I'm like, oh, fuck that. Yeah. Hell no. And then even the girlfriend, when she starts changing. Right. That face. Yes. 
<laughs> Number 10, a girl walks home at night in the dark at home. What's alone. it called? A girl, girl walks, walks home, home alone, alone at, at night. night. That one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think we were discussing while her as a vampire is not particularly scary because it's just a girl standing there. Yeah. The mood of the whole movie is, well, how would you describe that? Just like spooky, depressing. Like, unpredictable i guess because it's not what you're expecting unless you go in expecting her to be fat to tell but also it's just that she's kind of ominous because she doesn't say a lot and even when people like confront her for following them she's just like nothing (laughs) i got nothing to say you it's more of the suspense of what's gonna happen next i think at least yeah then 11, we have Daybreakers. Daybreakers. Mostly, in my opinion, just the transformation of the scarier vampires. Right. Like, that came at me. Yeah. Hell no. No, no. Number 12, we have Let Me In, which is just wrong on so many levels. Yeah. All the ickiness we discussed in the All episode. All those bad, sad topics. Sad topics. I mean, she's also formidable and kind of scary. She's... When she attacks? Yeah, she's a lot, but... <laughs> The only thing that I think, like, takes her down a peg is just the whole, like, no, I need somebody else to do it for I know. Me. She's not femme fatale. No. <laughs> I mean, she'd like to No, be, I know. But... She's one in the making. Yeah. And then for our final 13 Degrees of Screams category is 30 Days of Night. I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the by far the most brutal, gory, yeah, bloody no, situation. I wouldn't, wouldn't want to see a group of people just descending on a town like that. Like, no. Like, <laughs> no. That's not all right. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yes, I'm very sure. You know, it, they... The deaths are brutal. <laughs> so, yeah. The, the, the vampires are scary. And also the language is unsettling. Like, that was another aspect of this that none of the other vampires really had. I mean, outside of maybe I Am Legend, where they more just grunt. Well, the, just like the fact that they could get people to do their bidding, too, and stuff like that, even though most people knew that they wouldn't survive. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. I just, it was, that movie is just, basically, once they show up nonstop. Yeah. Deaths and blood and gore. and I mean, if you just Google images of that movie, the vampires are just freaky. They're yeah, not the eyes, teeth. The eyes, the way they look, and just unsettling. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's so, a shame that all those dum-dums. <laughs> I know, the dum-dums bring the movie down in quality, but the vampires are pretty scary. Definitely. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the show and listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, giving us a five-star rating is super helpful. You can find us on social media at 13 Degrees of Screams. This has been 13 Degrees of Screams, and we will see you next season when we discuss movies about scary technology. Beep, boop, beep. Beep. Oh, is that going to be your new sign-off? Beep, yeah. boop, beep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's going to be a fun season. Oh, oh Lord. Well... Be sure to follow us on social media because we will let you know when our new season premieres and you can stay up to date with all of our updates. And don't forget to follow for extra content. Of course. Bye. Beep, boop, beep. <laughs>